welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Glad to be back this morning. Guys, I have an amazing segment. I'll be shifting this a little bit this morning. We've been talking about money all month. But I wanted to really focus on what has been so impactful for me 
which is the mindset behind success. So my topic this morning, we're going to be talking about finding your wealth within. And I am super excited because I've gotten the opportunity to bring such a champion to all of you this morning. So over Christmas, like many of you, I picked up an Oculus VR headset, had absolutely no idea what I was doing. But the reason that I actually purchased one was because I was interested in diversifying my workouts. Many of you know, uh, over the last year or so, I've lost over 140 pounds, only diet and exercise. I just finished phase two of Andy Priscilla's 75 hard and i just wanted to add some some diversity to it right so i downloaded the number one oculus fitness app supernatural workout near go far and guys it's absolutely incredible i mean it's it's literally it's wild you're you're immersed into this 3d virtual reality world and you can work out on top of mountains and volcanoes like it's just it's crazy if you have it you know what i'm talking about but we have virtual coaches and all of them are amazing but I felt this instant connection to one coach doc, and I don't know what compelled me to reach out to him, but I felt that there was a deeper story to be told. And so when he graciously connected with me on Instagram and then further agreed to a Zoom call to share it, I knew that I had to bring him to the Breakfast with Champion stage and share his awesomeness with all of you. So my special guest today is none other than Dr. Antonio Harrison, AKA Coach Doc. He's a board certified behavior analyst at the doctorate level. He has a master's and a PhD in the science of behavior, and most of his work focuses on health, sports, fitness, leadership, diversity, OBM, and self-management. He is a graduate school professor, consultant, keynote speaker. Of course, he's a fitness coach in Supernatural. He's also coached varsity high school football for the last 14 years, and he's the creator of Doc's Daily Dose podcast, as well as guided meditations within Supernatural. And he's got a really awesome apparel line at muchlovealways.com. He works with groups and clients one-on-one -on -one for lifestyle changes, and he deep dives into matters of a personal nature with all kinds of people all across the world. He's a husband. He's a father of free boys from Pasadena, California, and I am excited to bring him to you. Coach Doc, welcome to the stage, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. I just wanted to give people you this morning, right? Give them some of your backstory, your overcomer, and, and then we'll kind of dive into a little bit about more of what you do and that money mindset to have success, really having to transform within and overcome so much of the adversity I think a lot of us face in life. So welcome to the stage. It is yours. I would love for you just to share five minutes or so about who you are, your background, your story, and then we'll dive into some question and answer. Good morning, Michelle. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you fine, my friend. Thank you for being here so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so I, I want to, I don't, I want this to make sure that no one feels that this dips down a little bit in energy and positivity because it's truly a positive story in my eyes. Um, as Michelle mentioned, I was born and raised in Pasadena, California. And uh, if you know Pasadena, you probably think Rose Bowl, Rose Parade, but it's not sunshine and Rose Parade everywhere in Pasadena. And I did not grow up in that part. And right around 10 years old, my mom, she couldn't make up any more excuses about why dad was gone for three or four days at a time or why Christmas gifts were pawned or what was happening. And so she just kind of took me on a drive and informed me that the crack cocaine epidemic in Los Angeles was not just a real thing. It was a thing inside of our house and it gripped my father. And once that happened, my dad decided, well, there's no reason for him to go out in the streets and do anything anymore. He was just going to use in the house. And so that's what happened uh, for the next 
eight years while I was home from 10 to the age of 18. It was just constant uh, inside the house using, in and out of jail, incarceration, um, everything that you can imagine you don't want a young kid to see inside of a home and outside in different environments. That's what I was put in. And so I had to learn real fast what it meant to be an adult. I had to learn real fast how to protect myself, my younger sister, know where the exits were, who were the sketched individuals, who was someone I could trust and, and know to go to for safety. Um, but sports and the safe haven of school where I really enjoyed learning and the social aspect, uh, they were my, my exits, my getaways. And that's where I would go and, and that's where I would stay. I'd be at school from 7.30 in the morning practicing. Then we would have school. I'd stay afterwards for sports and then stay even longer if I had to do some sort of tutoring or wanted to just so that I didn't go home to a different reality. Um, and the school that I went to was an extremely affluent private school because of my ability to play ball and the academic, uh, the, the ability to, to engage in academics. And so I literally crossed a ravine into one of the most affluent cities in the state of California to then cross back to my home life. And it led me to go play football at Grinnell College in Iowa in a four stoplight town, best move I've ever made in my life. And, but unfortunately my senior year, even though I got to start and play for four years as a college athlete, the inside of my ankle touched my groin on the first game. And I was casted hip to toe for nine and a half months. It took me a year and a half to walk again. And so I had to come home. I had no plans on coming back to California. Uh, just I needed help with physical therapy and some of the basics like taking a shower, getting food for yourself. And uh, while I, when I finally got fully rehabbed physically, I was now a second grade school teacher. I was working three nights a week graveyard shift at 24 hour fitness at the front desk. And then I was a bouncer at a club on the weekends. and. It wasn't necessarily for money. It was just, I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I thought, you know, I always loved school. Why not go back, see what it's all about? So I contacted one of my undergrad professors and said, you know me very well. What do you think I should look into? And he mentioned this little thing called behavior analysis, the science of human behavior, and or at least the philosophy of a science of human behavior. And I found a program. It was five years, master's PhD. And I went from seven, it was, it was, it was made for working adults. So classes were held on the weekends and I would work full time all throughout the week. And then on the weekends from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Saturday and Sunday for five straight years. I was in school, but at that time also became a head football coach. Uh, my wife and I started to have our children and all of this just started to unfold. Um, that over time led to teaching graduate school, training others in fitness, uh, as well as lifestyle changes. and now, luckily and thankfully and gratefully, I am a virtual reality fitness coach inside of Supernatural's Michelle Mitchell. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, you think about, I know so many people in life, like we go through tragedy. I'm no stranger to it, as you and I have shared. And, you know, I lost my husband to suicide in 2016. And very much like you, I went through this just mental and emotional uh, of, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I, I was months into launching my company and everything just kind of came crashing down. And when you go through things like that in life, it's very, very easy to take the easy way out, right? To get defeated, to say, you know what? I have the excuse to be a victim. 
But you didn't do that, my friend. You didn't do that. You rose above all of the noise and you have achieved something that, that for all accounts and purposes, most people who went through what you went through growing up, not even just, you know, dealing with, dealing with the family life and the things that you went through that, but then to get injured, have a dream completely crushed, thinking that you were going to go on to play football and be in a full body cast. I mean, I, I don't know that I could personally have done that. And so many people <laughs> on this, so many people on this stage, Doc, they, they share similar stories. And guys, please make sure you follow Coach Doc. I mean, I'm telling you, he is just, he is a plethora of knowledge and information and motivation. Uh, he's motivating me daily in workouts, and he's just a super, super fantastic person. So make sure that you guys follow him. But Doc, I want to ask you a question. So we have this mantra here on the Breakfast with Champions stage, founded by my very, very dear friend, Glenn Lundy. And he, his belief is that if we can change the way that you start your day, we can make a massive impact in your life. He's gone on to write a book called The Morning Five, and he's got five actionable things that people do every morning so that you can start off with a really productive day. What does Coach Doc's morning routine look like? I would love to hear that. Nice. Uh, well, Glenn, I love that mantra. Um, my morning routine, actually, I wake up at 4 a.m., brush my teeth, uh, use the restroom, put on some clothes, and then I am headed right out back to my garage, which is my space. And I do 30 minutes of meditation. I follow that up with some journaling, a copy of a passage of a prose from the Tao and read a chapter for myself. And then I also read some what I call warrior scripture, which is just different ancient texts or prose from warriors all over the world. Again, reinterpret for myself. Um, from there, what I'll do is I'll have some coffee and I will sit on the back porch and have a conversation for a few minutes with one spirit, God, whatever universe, whatever your preference. And there's nothing specific. It's just me sharing that I'm thankful to be up and, and moving and whatever my thoughts are for that day. And after that, get done with my coffee. I go in for a little bit of a workout, finish the workout up, sit down and read at the kitchen table for a little while right before I wake my kids up by 7.15 to get them breakfast and out the door for school. So for the first three, three and a half hours of my day, that's kind of my moment to get myself moving and get myself aligned with however I want my day to go and uh, put myself in the frame of mind in which I feel blessed and grateful and thankful. And um, before I even start dealing with other people, I'm dealing with myself first. That's super powerful. And, and I think that that really is a focus that so many of us have struggled, right, to take. I, I remember, you know, a time in my life where my life was I'm out at the bar until close to 2.30 in the morning. I was sleeping, sleeping till noon. You know, I had absolutely no motivation that, you know, and I think we, we've talked about it a lot here on the stage. Your why has to be bigger than you. Like it absolutely has to be bigger than you. There, there are a lot of people I'm sure that both on this stage. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And in the audience today, maybe they are struggling, right? Today we wanna to talk about finding that wealth within, right? 
maybe they're struggling with trying to find their why, or they're like you and I, man, they, they, they're, they've been out at the bar all night. They just happen to stumble into this room today. They're lost. They don't have any direction. They don't know how to find their own inner success and change that mindset. You've been through so many things and obviously those challenges and hurdles, they've, they've shaped who you are today. Like they have so many of us. If there's somebody that's here today, maybe that they've gone through something similar, they're, they're struggling with maybe some tragedy or trying to find themselves. What would you say to that person? Because you know, you're a behavioral specialist first and foremost, and then a fitness coach. From a psychological standpoint, what do you say to somebody that's struggling and saying, I, I'm lost, I don't know what to do, I don't have any direction, I've gone through all of these things and, and I'm not sure what to do next. What is the first step that you would give somebody? Well, I'll, I'll break it down maybe from both sides of the, the mindset versus your actual behavior. And let's start with the behavior first. A lot of people think I got to get motivated to get moving when it's the flip. Once you get moving, you get motivated because you start to see changes happen. You start to show up. And that's all you really have to do as a first step is just show up. If you want to write a book, it doesn't mean sit down the very next day and type out 600 pages. No, just show up getting ready to write. Even if you don't write anything, just the act of showing up in itself, you're setting yourself up for success because you got to be there in order to get yourself to be proficient in anything. So just get there first. That will breed its own motivation. On the mindset part, which is really, I think, for, for me, again, as a behavior scientist, when I say mindset, what I'm really saying is the way in which you talk to yourself, an actual action. And one of the things I've realized real young is with my circumstances and situations, I either let this define me, right? Or I can let this mold and shape me. And I, I got to tell myself, I have the privilege to have better than what I'm seeing. But in order for me to have anything better than what I'm seeing, it requires me to go places and do things that I don't know about. So I'd have to step outside of what is right in front of me Otherwise, that's all I'm going to ever get. That's all that will constantly be there. Um, so just giving myself the privilege to say, I love my family and, I, and me and my father, we're, he's one of my best friends, but that, that does not have to be where my life ends and begins. I can go beyond those borders that have been provided because that's all they knew to give me. And so now it's my responsibility with that reframing of my mindset and the way I'm talking to myself that. I have the right for something bigger and better. I'm going to go seek that because without seeking it and looking outside of this thing, I won't ever know what that is. So you got to get up, get moving. Um, just one foot in front of the other. And just like you, you know, you're going to make mistakes. And the same way your car GPS, if you make a uh, go past the exit, it doesn't bring you all the way back to your house. It just reroutes the system, right? So just reroute when you make that mistake and keep moving forward. But that action is what's going to breed motivation. I love that. And, you know, that mentality of I get to rather yeah. than I have to. Right. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's really what changed things, not only for me, but for so many people is having that mentality, having that attitude of gratitude where you wake up every day and, and you start to really believe and understand that every single breath that we take, it is a blessing. And whether you want to call it God or the universe, I choose to call it God, but once I was able to get outside of myself and focus on that bigger purpose, that supernatural thing, if you will, 
it really began to mold and shift and to change my life. You know, when you when you lose somebody really close to you, it, it's almost like a wake up call. I, I went through that download spiral, but once I kind of came to and I had that moment of clarity and, and my story was a little bit crazier, but it it really shifted every last thing in my life. And it's you are a walking testament, you know, just like so many people that are here that it doesn't matter. We, we can grow through what we go through. And it's, it's all about, like you said, it's about taking action now. It's about taking that first step. And, you know, especially when it comes to like fitness and health. I, and again, it, you know, you being a fitness coach, I'm sure that you can attest to this, but I think so many people when they're struggling, you know, to get healthy or to lose weight or to change their diet, exercise, whatever it is, so many people see this mountain in front of them. They go, oh my gosh, I have to lose, you know, a hundred plus pounds. I mean, that was me. I was 276 pounds in November of 2020. And I literally had no clue what I was going to do. All I remember was looking down at that scale and looking in the mirror and tears, like burning my face and going, how did I get here? How did I get to this point? How did I let myself spiral so completely out of control? And we have two choices in life, right? We, we either can let the pain completely consume us or like you, we, we can use it for a purpose. We can pour into other people. And when we take that action, it begins to transform us as human beings and we can transform our life. And it literally started with me with that one step. And I think honestly, you know, and I don't want to talk at length about what supernatural is, but I really believe that, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by the gym. They're intimidated by the fancy machines, or they think that they have to, you know, pick some super selective diet in order to get in shape. And it becomes so overwhelming for them. And what I love so much about Oculus, and especially the way that you coach, you know, with inside the VR app, you bring just fire to the table. You make people want to push harder. You make people want to go further. If there's somebody out here today, maybe they haven't picked up an Oculus yet, right? They don't know much about Supernatural. Give us the, the one minute Supernatural VR pitch because guys, <laughs> I'm telling you, it will change your life. You don't have to go to the gym. You can work out from the comfort of your own home. There's all different levels for fitness. There's all different types of, of fitness routines, including Doc's amazing meditations. Give us the one minute pitch. Why do they go out and buy an Oculus and why do they download Supernatural VR? Uh, well, the reason why you do it is your why, but it's because you deserve to. But stay with me for what this thing is like. You wake up, you put on this this headset, and you're transported to this magical world with these environments that are real and also ones that are uh, created and, and animated. And as you every single day, you get a brand new workout, whether we have what we call flow, which is swinging with these white or black bats at these targets that are flying at you in different directions, or we have boxing now as well. And when you click on the workout, I virtually, or one of the other four coach, coaches, uh, pop up in your world, full body, not avatar as I am today. Give you a few jokes, tell you what the workout's gonna be, take you through a quick stretch, two minutes, and then you hop in and you're, you've got music that you know and love. And as you are swinging those batch or punching at the targets, you also hear the coach give you voiceover coaching tips as you're going through it, which we actually play the workout 
and record our voiceovers at the same time. So I know when you need to breathe. I know when you need to unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, because guess what? I'm doing it in the moment as well, too. Um, I know what that feels like. Um, so uh, definitely give it a try. It's, it's, it's for someone like myself who's been an athlete since they were four years old, the only other time I sweat so hard in 25 minutes is playing basketball. That's it. Basketball or football, that was it. Everything everything else cannot compete with the amount of drenched sweat that I have coming off me. Um, and that, and I did want to say one other thing that I think you mentioned too, Michelle, which is uh, in terms of someone seeing like, where did I get myself and, and this daunting task. Um, whenever you have to understand what that why is, as, as was mentioned earlier, uh, just to lose weight, is it is it is it a vanity purpose which if that is what it is that's fine but for me for example my why on staying healthy and fit and, and keeping my brain going i've just wanted to be a dad and a grandpa that has been my two biggest goals all my life so i want to be there to be a part of that in order to do that i need to be sharp i need to be healthy i need to be able to move uh, so that's a stronger why for me to get up and get moving as opposed to i want to have my shirt off on the beach at least for me uh, so you got to find out what that real reason is that you want to do this thing, because the big, the biggest tragedy is losing yourself in all of this. Amen, my friend. Amen. I, I absolutely love that. And, and it's not easy. And like you said, that you really do. It has to be for, for something bigger than just that vanity purpose. I think when I originally started like on 75 hard and then, you know, going into now supernatural, you know, it's been that I want to feel better. I, I want to look better in my clothes, but it, it always comes back to, I want to be there to watch my kids grow up. And I got oh. to that place where I knew if I didn't do something, I was going to be dead. I mean, at the end of the day, that's I, I was going to die. I was entirely too overweight. And I literally, like I said, I had to start with that one step. I mean, it was literally for probably a month. It was me barely even able to walk up my steps. I mean, I kid you not, like there was a, a stop sign that was a quarter mile from my house. And my first goal was get to that stop sign. Just get to that stop sign, Michelle. You know, and I hired a fitness coach and his, his goal was, Michelle, you need to walk 10,000 steps a day. You need to drink a gallon of water and you need to lift three times a week. And I was overwhelmed with that. I'm like, I yeah, can't no. walk 10,000 steps. That person doesn't know what they're doing. They didn't find your baseline and go from there. <laughs> no. And, you know, so it, it started with literally, like I said, I, I was able to finally walk to my stop sign and back. I was able to do a quarter of a mile. And every day I told myself, I'm just going to go a thousand steps further. I can't do 10,000, but I can go a thousand steps further than I did yesterday. And eventually that transformed into me finally saying, okay, I'm ready to take a chance on the gym once I had lost about 20 pounds. But you know, it's, it's tough. And I think a lot of people struggle with that vanity. You know, we have the impression of, of what Hollywood and the media tells us we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to eat, what we're supposed to do. And I think that it, that, that narrative can get into people's heads so badly sometimes that they quit before they even get started. And so right. I, I'm so glad that you share that. And I, I wanna wrap up with one thing and I hope, Glenn Lundy, are you here on stage, my friend? Glenn Lundy. Okay, maybe Glenn's not on stage. So Glenn always asks this one question of, of every guest that we bring here on the stage. And I, if I mess it up, Glenn Lundy, and you're listening, I apologize, but I think that it's really important. So he says, if you are standing at the top of a mountain, right, and you are able to yell down to an entire audience of people, right, 
the world is at your fingertips. You have the whole world as your audience. What's the one thing that you shout down? What's the one thing that you say to them, Coach Doc? Kiss. Uh, when I first walked into undergrad Psych 101, my professor put it on the board, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Um, and some people like sweetheart instead of stupid, and I understand why. But my point is, uh, when you are developing self and growing, there are going to be so many different ways and options that you can do that. And one of the things that I always try to explain to people, whether I'm working with them as a, a coach on their lifestyle or just on these platforms and giving talks is, the methods that are created in these books that are read, these lectures that are given, they're not methods for you to follow to a T. They are just simply for you to try, to go through the process, to experiment, to then curate your own experience. Go, maybe I didn't want to wake up in five, I'd rather do four. Maybe I do want to exercise, but the gym's not for me. I'm going to try swimming or riding my bike. And the whole point of it is for you to go through the process to find the things that work for you and create your own routine, your own process, which is going to skyrocket you to your own success. To simply follow blindly, whether it's something for personal development, whether it's to follow blindly of anyone else. Your goal is to go in there, try things out, experiment, pick and choose what works for you, keep what works, dismiss what's use useless, and continue to move forward. That way you have your own curated experience and process for development and growth. Don't just follow me or anyone else in what they do. Do what you do and what you need to do. Be the best you. I love that. So my dear friend Lisa Copeland always says, just do you, boo. Just do you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, guys. Coach Doc is going to be joining me tomorrow night on my show, We Rise Together Wednesdays. I do host that through the Breakfast with Champions Club. If you aren't following the club, you can hit that little green house up above David's head. Make sure that you do join our club. It's going to be tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to open it up. We're going to share more of Doc's story. He's going to pour into you, and uh, we're going to open it up for Q&A and all kinds of stuff. So if you want to get to know a little bit more about Coach Doc, if you've got specific questions, Make sure you join us on Clubhouse tomorrow night, Wednesday, for We Rise Together Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Coach Doc, always a pleasure, my friend. I am truly grateful for you coming into my life. I'm even more grateful that you accepted my ridiculous Instagram message uh, <laughs> when I shared my story and you agreed to hop on a call. That's really cool of you. You know, you've risen to this awesome level of success now with Supernatural and everything that you're doing. And I know that you are about as humble as they come and you don't see yourself that way, which is even more endearing. Uh, but best of luck to you, my friend, and success in the future. You are absolutely an incredible human being. We're so grateful to have you on our stage. Guys, make sure that you give Coach Doc a follow. Tune in tomorrow night. My time is up, and I think I am turning the stage over to Michael Zeller. Guys, please open your mic flashes. Give Coach Doc a round of applause, and uh, we'll catch you back here next week. Well, I just want to say thank you, Michelle. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and I'm going to start my morning routine because it was actually 3.30 a.m. when we started this. So I was up an hour earlier to make this happen. And I uh, just want to say I appreciate all of you and much love always. Much love always, my friend. Go check out muchlovealways.com. Doc's got some really, really cool gear there, some inspirational stuff. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.